I'm your host today, Neve Callahan, a consultant in CGI's Energy, Oil and Gas Division. The world is at a turning point in its use of energy in the mobility and transport sector, and in this podcast today, we will take a look at the changes that the fleet and mobility services industry is facing as a result. I'm here with the CGI Future Fleet team, who have been working in the fleet industry for over 25 years to examine the challenges and opportunities that this energy transition brings. One of the big changes the industry is facing is the move to electric vehicles and we're going to be looking at what that means for the industry. So I'm pleased to say that I'm joined today by Graham Chedzoy, our Director Consulting Expert, and Joe Dipple, our Director Consulting Services, both from the CGI Fleet and Mobility Energy Oil and Gas Team. Hi Graham. Hi Joe. Hi Neve. So, the wider transport industry is clearly at a turning point in its move to electric vehicles. Does this transition in fuel type pose a threat to the fleet service providers, which, as an industry, has been built primarily over the years around the sales of traditional fuels? Well, yes, you're right. Um, We're already starting to see a transition uh, to electric vehicles across the entire road transport industry. Uh, This is driven by a number of key factors. The prime one, of course, is cost but also governments are pushing it with legislation uh, and that's being put in place uh, in the coming years in many countries and also, of course, uh, environmental pressures. Um, We're already starting to see that a number of the biggest and highest profile fleet operators uh, are starting to prepare uh, and realise the benefits of this transition early with lots of the other fleet uh, operators making commitments to transition fully to electric vehicles within a few years. Uh, and industry research is showing us that the vast majority of fleet operators plan to have some form of significant energy usage mix in place within the next three to five years. So as to this transition being a threat to the industry, well, yes. So uh, obviously the cost to run an EV or an electric vehicle is significantly less uh, than the fuel to run a traditional vehicle. Uh, it's, it's dependent on the type of vehicle where and how it's charged but it's typically somewhere between 50 and 70 percent saving that can be made and so of course if you've built your industry on selling fuel it's going to have a big impact on your core revenue stream so a lot of the fleet service providers who rely on fuel sales yes it's going to go down so there's a threat there and also yes in that the drivers will have a lot more choice and flexibility in where they acquire their fuel going forward So the drivers will no longer have to visit a dedicated fuel forecourt. Uh, Electric vehicle charge will be available at home, places of work, car parks, supermarkets, on the street. So anywhere you have a vehicle stationary for a period of time and there's an electricity supply has the potential to become the forecourt of the future. Uh, And this charging flexibility opens the market up for a lot of other players to enter the market, provide the fuel and obviously charge for it. Right, so clearly the move to electric vehicles is going to bring some challenges to the companies that supply fuel and services to the fleets today. But does this change also bring about opportunities too? Yes, absolutely. So if we think why fleet service providers exist, it started way back when with basic fuel cards as a way of supporting fleets in their spend on fuel uh, with discounted pricing, driver controls uh, and centralisation and aggregation of costs. So things have moved on a lot uh, over the years and the range of services offered has got far broader and is now a fairly comprehensive set of what we call on the road services, which are packaged together for the fleet operator to help them efficiently run their fleets and their businesses. So all of these benefits uh, that this brings is going to remain relevant and totally necessary for the fleet operators. And so the existing suppliers uh, can leverage their long term close relationships with their customers as as they transition to electric vehicles 
uh, and they're ideally positioned to keep providing these services along with the new services uh, and aggregating the fleet's wider needs as they change. Another factor is that the traditional fossil fuel world has been dominated by a relatively small number of, of global and national brands. And so offering nationwide or even international coverage for fleets to buy their fuel has been relatively easy. But the, the electric vehicle charging world uh, is grown very quickly from nothing. Uh, so it's at the moment, it's highly fragmented. Um, and it's also a lot simpler to install an EV charge point than build a petrol forecourt. So as a result, there's many charge points, ways to pay, networks, protocols uh, and brands, meaning there is still a really key role for an aggregator to bring it all together and make it easy to access. And so who better to do that than the providers that have been doing it for decades already, albeit in a slightly different way. So yes, electric vehicles is a threat, uh, to the traditional fuel-based industry, but it also brings a lot of opportunity that with the right approach, I think can bring growth to the industry moving forward. Thank you, Graham. So, Joe, what is it that's driving the fleets to move to electric vehicles? Clearly, as Graham's mentioned, there's a potential cost saving, but are there other factors involved as well? Yeah, Neva, I think it's a really important question for us to consider. Um, so, so if we look at what governments around Europe, but also around the world, really, what they're doing, we know that there are a number of countries that have announced pledges to achieve net zero emissions over the coming decades, and more and more countries continue to, to do this. Um, but also, we've seen many companies in the oil and gas and fleet services industries announce similar types of commitments. And when you, when you think about how they're going to meet those pledges and commitments, reducing vehicle emissions is a, is a massive part of that, um, as it accounts for, for huge quantities of, of carbon emissions. So, for, for example, the, the transport sector accounts for, for the largest proportion of carbon emissions in the UK at 26%. And that's really why we've seen a number of these regulations put in place by governments. So the UK is going to end sale of new petrol and diesel cars by 2030. France will do it by 2040. And really the EU as a whole is, is targeting uh, carbon emission neutrality by 2050. But as I said, uh, businesses have also been, re been responding to that challenge. So the industry has already invested over eight billion pounds in the last two years into this EV transition with a, with a further 12 billion estimated to be spent in the next two years. So some, some real significant investments that are being made. Yeah, you're right. That is a significant investment. Um, what is driving that spend by the industry? Yeah, so there are, I suppose there's three real reasons for me why fleet businesses are, are making that investment um, and and considering moving to or, or already using in some cases EVs. So I think firstly, um, just to become a more sustainable organisation. And I think that um, they need to do that for, for several reasons. So obviously in order to meet those government legislations that I mentioned, and also to, uh, to meet their own commitments around net zero, but also to be a more sustainable company to work for. As we know, the issue is important to, to their employees and to the general public as well. And so they need to become uh, that sustainable organisation to retain their existing customers, but also to attract new ones. I think secondly, um, to reduce operational costs. Um, so in the right scenario, uh, moving a fleet of vehicles from diesel powered to electric powered can really result in some, some uh, significant total cost of ownership savings as well in the right scenario as potentially improving productivity. And then finally, um, I think 
with uh, electric vehicles uh, and net zero being being just a, such such a hot topic around the world, transitioning to the use of electric vehicles is something that that companies really need to consider in relation to sustaining or or improving uh, their, their general reputation. Graham, you mentioned that the opportunities are there for the fleet providers to become aggregators of a wider range of services than perhaps they already do today. Could you tell us more about those? Yeah, sure. So um, I think the key thing to remember is that there is no single type of business that has uh, a a fleet and and uses it. So they're an incredibly diverse customer base, and that means that they will want to consume uh, a diverse range of business services. So yeah, for sure, we've got what you might call the traditional fleet. So the home delivery companies, light and heavy haulage, company car schemes. But there's also companies who have fleets making products who have a fleet to deliver it or utility companies or companies you know, using huge amounts of energy, consuming telecom and business services. So it becomes possible to be offering things on top of the core mobility services, such as energy for buildings, you know, raw materials, telecom, financial services, the, the list of possibilities is really long uh, and being able to offer this is relatively easy if you have the flexibility in place to do it. And I'm not suggesting that the companies that are, the, are providing the fleets today need to build you know, from the ground up new services, but rather look to partnerships with suppliers who, who have them already uh, or other parts of their own business to onboard uh, and aggregate and, and manage and supply these things to their existing customer base. So businesses across all industries are, are constantly looking to work more efficiently, simplify their supply chains and deal with fewer suppliers. And so I think it's a great opportunity to offer the, the companies with fleets uh, more aggregated services. And like I say, the, the fleet service providers are ideally uh, positioned to do that. We're actually already starting to see this and some of the more flexible suppliers are moving from focusing on fuel and mobility services to offering a much broader range of business services. And I think there's still huge potential in this market to, to grow that and offer more and more. So, Joe, we've heard from Graham earlier that the revenue from traditional fuel sales is going to reduce in the coming years. So extending the range of services to existing customers is clearly a big opportunity. But how else can providers find growth? Yeah, so so I agree that the transition to electric vehicles will definitely cause um, fuel revenues to decrease. But I think we we must also be aware that it's becoming very hard to find organic growth in the existing markets as those those markets have become saturated in terms of of energy use for vehicles and in terms of the number of of, uh, existing suppliers. But for me, there is one other key area we, we do need to consider um, when we're thinking about where growth can be found, uh, and that is by um, by launching fleet offerings into new regions of the world. So um, many countries in, in regions of the world, uh, such as Asia and Africa and South America, are really um, investing heavily in transport infrastructure. And they also they have a workforce which is becoming more and more mobile, which is definitely leading to a large demand for all types of vehicles and mobility services. And of course, therefore, a higher fuel usage. And this is all happening in uh, markets previously untouched by uh, the, the service operators for fleets. And uh, so, for example, uh, we take Vietnam. Um, so, so Vietnam expect 800,000 vehicles will be sold annually by 2025, which is up from just under 300,000 in 2018. 
Um, but in, um, in our experience at CGI, so launching fleet businesses in, in new markets can be very challenging as a result of complex and in some cases outdated fiscal and regulatory processes, meaning it, it can become very expensive uh, and lengthy and, and the business case can be really hard to justify if you don't go on that journey with the right partners and solutions. Clearly, there's a lot of change, challenge and opportunity. Overall, what are both of your thoughts on the future of the fleet industry? So uh, I think the future of fleet is actually happening already. So the next generation of how the industry works is in its infancy now. Um, and we're starting to see changes in demand and supply. And that rate of change is, is really exciting. What I believe we're going to see is a fundamental shift in how the fleets operate uh, and how they're serviced, triggered by the way the vehicles are used um, and the energy types that they consume. But I think more importantly, by the need for the key suppliers to keep growing. Uh, the market's going to consolidate and become more complex uh, with the needs of the fleets being met, I think, by a smaller group of suppliers uh, who are able to adapt and aggregate a broader range of services. And I think a lot of partnerships will be needed uh, going forward to, to serve that industry and provide what it needs. Yeah, and just to add, I think I think that's right, Graham. Um, the, the the field really is opening. Um, and as you'd expect, there will be winners and there will be losers and, um, and definitely new players taking market share. Um, and in my view, um, the winners will ultimately be the companies that act early and have flexibility to deliver what's needed. Thank you both. That's really been an interesting discussion. For more information, you can visit our webpage at www.cgi.com forward slash UK forward slash oil dash and dash gas, or you can connect directly with Graham and Joe on LinkedIn. If you've enjoyed listening to our podcast today, make sure to check out the other Experience CGI podcasts on the channel. Thank you.